Yo, yo, yo. Hey, what's up? What's going on, fellas? Welcome to No Ideas Original. I am Mr. Rob. I got the good brother Yada in the building. What's up, Jane, everybody? Jane trying to get his get his get his uh <laughs> get his camera together. Yo, Zane, you with us, good brother? He's working on that. What's going on, Yada? How you been, man? I'm good, man. Good week, man. Enjoyed the weather. We had a good one. The weather is changing, man. I'm 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 catching the spring fever too, man. I'm thinking I'm outside almost every day. But I'm throwing the ball with the dog, walking the Walking to go get the mail. I'm taking full advantage of the outside now. Just being outside, yeah, I hear you. Just being outside, man. But today we got a treat for you. You know, this original. We bring, you know, we try to bring good content. And today we have from Harlem World called Dan. Yo, what's up? What's up, fellas? What's up, people? What's up, good brother? Good, man. How you feel, Thank you guys for having me. How you feeling, man? Oh, man. It's a it's a it's a heavy heart day for me, man, with this DMX stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. My you know my my mind is, you know it's just registering everything right now, but right. Yeah. You know, what, I, what I tell people sometimes during the morning time, times like that, especially with people close, keep the best of thoughts, man. Keep, yeah. Yeah. Keep the best of thoughts that you know that you can you remind yourself. When they were smiling, remind yourself when they were doing healthy and yeah. life thoughts. Them life thoughts, man, and, and carry you through, man, because that'll keep a smile on your face. But how you been, bro? How's everything with you? I'm been? good, man. I'm blessed, man. I'm um been working on a bunch of stuff, but I'm good, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh huh. Good guy, man. Good to see you, man. You look healthy too, brother. Yes, thank you, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot, a lot of us brothers, man, and I you know, and I and I make sure I tell brothers when I see him, yeah, you look good, champ. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, y'all from New York? I'm from New York. Yes, sir. I'm from the Bronx. From the Bronx. Myself and uh, we got two other two other people part of the show. My man Shy, who's not on here, and Zane trying to get in now. Okay. Uh, We're all from the Bronx, and we are live up in Connecticut. We're trying to spread out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bro. So we want to know a little something about you, man. It's been a minute, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, usually just answer just just life questions man my, one of my first things I wanted to ask you was Yo, who's your two top MCs and why <laughs> all time it'll probably be uh, Biggie and Tupac I know, it, I know it's crazy as it's cliche as it may sound yeah I think um, yeah cause they both capture those both of the elements as far as what resonates within me right you know, as far as the MC side with Biggie with the stories with the rhymes and the story. right the syllables and pop with the realness and the, the passion, you know what I mean? So it would be them. I mean, I love, you know, who's my one of my favorite, I think, is in my top five that, that don't get his respect. I got LL Cool J in my, in my five. Oh, man, talk about Steve. <clears throat> now I can talk to MC like you, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, could, I got LL Cool J in my, in my top five, for yeah, sure. L, L for me, L was the only rapper, right, that I can mm-hmm. play on my pop's car, and he mm-hmm. blasted. <laughs> yeah, and he had, you know, he had a lot of elements with his stuff too. He was a right. ladies' man, but he still had some hard shit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yo, tell us, tell us how you linked up with Cam and Mace. Um, damn. So we all from Harlem. Um, Cam, Cam was from 40th. Mace was from 133rd, and I was from 131st. Um, 
St. Nick Projects. Um, so Mace used to be in this basketball tournament that took place in, in my projects. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're like five, six years older than I am. So, okay. um, um, so I used to see Mace playing basketball. There was a, a rap group in the, in the projects named BBO. It's like five of them. Um, Blinky Blink, actually, the, uh, the, the one of the group members from Harlem, where he was in uh, BBO. And uh, Mace was down with them. You know, they were just a local group, you know, spitting. Right, right. And uh, Mace was down with the crew. They all lived in the projects with me. So we were all friends. But Mace was, you know, Mace was from 33rd. So Mace was coming around. You know, I took a liking to Mace. Mace was one of the best MCs that was in the group. Right around the, the children of the corn time and all of that. But yeah, Mace was... Um, Mace was in the group. I took a like in the Mace. I was like, man, you nice, you nice. This is before, way, way before we even had a record deal. Right. And um, so Mace started getting on, and then Mace took a liking to me. And then that's how me and Mace's relationship started. You know what I mean? We, after that, shortly after that, we did a, a couple clue tapes. Right, right. And um, shit was, oh, you know, I was 15, and shit, shit just snowballed from there. That's my tape pop. That's my tape pop. Crazy. Many times yeah. I rewind y'all shit for real, man. Oh yeah. It's yeah, crazy. man. So that was that was big for me, man. I was still in high school when we did uh when we did those clue tapes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's that's crazy, man. But what's what 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 is Harlem World doing nowadays, man? It's been um well, Stace his his sister um she doesn't rap or anything. Mace is you know in and out. Blink was you know Blink is not really. He, you know what I mean? He's not really active. Mino, uh, Mino was active. That that was another member of the group. Loon, you know, you guys, the Loon story. Loon's is just coming home. Huddy uh, Huddy Combs passed away. Peace to Huddy. And you know, you know what I mean. So that's kind of you know where everybody is in their life. I'm still active. I'm still you know what I mean. I'm still writing. Still doing my thing. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. A writer you are, man. We'll get into yeah. that. <laughs> writer you are. Yeah, y'all. So how'd you start working with Jermaine Dupree? Um, JD was a feature for me, man. We um my manager at the time, well, our manager at the time, Kuda Love. Um he just put him on the record. You just put him on the uh the Jim Morning joint. I, I always liked JD growing up with Crisscross anyway. You yeah. know, I was younger, so you know, theoretically, it was like, you know, let's put him with Jermaine. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. See what, you know what I mean? See what that, what can come out of that. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's where I first met JD at, man, um, doing that video. So, I heard, I've I, I seen an interesting story about the Harlem World tattoos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Champion yeah, so, did these tattoos, man. Um. Yeah, and um, I think, I don't know if it was Mace, I don't know who was it, and they was just like, yo, nobody can come get these tattoos unless they with one of us. So either me, Mace, or Cameron. Right. And uh, it's crazy. I got a guy who hits me on, on IG like, yo, I need you to take me. They won't give me one. He's like, I want one. <laughs> but he's like, yo, they won't give me one. I'm like, damn. But I'm, I'm going to take him to get it done, too. He's been asking for a while. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that chink party. Huh? It was that champion. That's champion. Y'all know champion in the Bronx. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know champion. Mm-hmm. Now, now, tell me this, Carter. And like, who was some of your inspirations growing up to make you want to, you know, start, start to write the 16s and stuff? 
Oh, man, that's a good question. Well, I would say Mace, definitely the BBO crew uh, growing up. They was they was nice MCs, man. So, right. um, I would say them. But as far as like the you know the uh, I would say definitely LL. I would say Rakim. I would say um, I mean so many, man. You got Criss Cross, of course. I mean they're not MCs, but you know this is the stuff that inspired me to to want to do music. You know what I'm saying? I mean even from Heavy D to Rob Bates to Brand Nubian to Tribe Called Quest to Heavy Heavy D. Snickers, Dos Effects. We talking about you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it it all of that stuff really influenced me, man, to 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 want to uh, make music. Right. right. Mm-hmm. What's the last book you read? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I got it over here. Um, I read this. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. This. Um, I'll shop to rise up. Yeah. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some good news in there. Yeah, you guys have big on books. Yeah, we we yeah. I, 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 I try to highlight a book every so often just to yeah. see for the readers mm-hmm. and you know and kind of get into the mind of, of the person a little bit, man. We gotta mm-hmm. gotta get away from all of the, the stereotypes, man. Yeah, yeah. all the big shit, mm-hmm. man. And talk to people for real, like, are you a good dad? <laughs> do you read? Right. Do you drink water? Right. How often do you drink water? I mean, we gotta yeah. ask some questions, man. So now that's dope. Right here that I have in the back, man, my Reginald Lewis, the first, the first black billionaire, man. Wow. Like basically, Reginald Lewis is like what, like everything that Warren Buffett is doing, owning like mm-hmm. you know various companies and stuff. Reginald Lewis was doing that back in the day. Yes, sir. Wow. Shout out to. Reg- also, Shout I want to say real quick, y'all, let's have a moment of silence for DMX, y'all. Yes, yes. Who pioneer? That's a fish right there. Yeah, man. man, it's crazy. I was just working with DMX, man. You was working on something nice? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was and it's, it's crazy. I was just working with X, man. Talking to him. He loved me. He loved my shit, man. I'm gonna post a video in a little while, but of him just telling me like, "Yo, when I hear your shit, man, you know what I mean." And he's a guy. He don't got a front for nobody. You know what I mean? He he's not one of those industry industry talkers. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, just yeah. gonna tell you, you know what I mean, on some phony stuff. He lived. He lived out his passion, man. And I, to and hear I, that from him, man, it's a lot for me, man. It's, it's you know what I mean. It's inspiring. As well as you know, unfortunate man, but I definitely got a lot. He, you know, DMX is like a Tupac type of dude, man. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like his 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 reach, I'm glad, I'm glad, his I'm connection, his connection with people, man, is unparalleled, man. Like everybody has, everybody feels like he's he's there. You know what I mean? Relative, yeah. and that's you know that's like a Tupac thing, man. That's that's crazy for one for one person to do. That's like. You know that's like yeah. God. You know what I mean? Like that's different, man. Not all rappers have that ability, right? Not all singers. Not even. You know, we got. I don't even want to start naming names, but not. That's not easy to do, man. I would only relate that to Tupac for me, for for real. Yeah, and that, that, that was that was that was X's passion. His passion came out everywhere he went, man. He lived his life. He lived his life out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every word, even in his prayers, man. My wife and I talked about his prayers just recently. Like, 
Yo, you know he was touched, man. He felt something, man. He knew he, and what he was feeling. He knew he was gonna touch a lot of people too, man. From day one, you know what I think it was with him. I think he was just himself. Yeah. Un, un, unapologetically. Yeah. And that translates, man. People, you know, I rather I rather somebody be themselves than to be anything else. I rather, you know what I mean. He, he had a he had an interesting quote. I was watching him on Drink Champs, where he was he was actually talking about trusting people, and he said something to like that he trusts people for who they are. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that soundbite. Um, yeah. He's just so pure, man. Regardless of you know whatever his vices were, man. That's he. He was definitely special, one of a kind type of person, man. And. It's just so unfortunate, man. I hate these. I hate these these tra these, these these tragedies with these with these talents from Prince to Mike to. Yeah. It's it's so unfortunate, man. That that is yeah. it's, it's, it's heavy. We, we, we lose, we're losing household names, man. He's yeah. an icon, so man. Like we never we never getting another Michael Jackson. I don't care how 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 fast you moonwalk. We're never getting another. <laughs> I don't care how deep your purple is. We never get another X. I don't care how deep your voice is or how much prayers you say. It's just, you know, they're just one of one, man. And not to anybody else. Those people are special, man. And I'm happy we get to ship. We, you know, they 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 shared some of their their life with us as yeah. fans. People. We're happy. We, I'm happy to just be a fly on the wall and and, and just catch that stuff. Yeah. You know, in this in our generation, you know what I mean. Right. These kids, they don't. These kids, they don't not not that they, not that they don't appreciate. I just don't think they they get it. No, I'm glad you said that because back in the era when 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 when, when you when you was rapping and uh, like I mean when you first started rapping and all that, the '90s is the golden era. Yeah. It's still yeah, that's why. I can't imagine it ever being better than that. From the '90s, from everything, from like nineteen. I mean, don't get me wrong. The '80s, the '80s was 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 the found. '80s yeah, and '70s was the found. Yeah, yeah. '80s had a clip in there. You know what it is? We just didn't have a lot of hip hop in it. We had so much competition. It was top tier artists in that area. It was so oh, diverse, oh, man. You had so many different styles, and right. everybody. Yeah. You had Diggable Planets. You had Black Sheep. You got. Naughty by nature, it was just so you know. I mean, it was so much flavor. It's ridiculous, yeah. Mob, man. Mob, Mob Deep, Mob we got man, the Wu Tangs, man. It's just yeah, a yeah. lot. But yeah, you're right. I agree with you. I think um, I think we do have the the, the, the golden era in in music. Yeah, I really I think. think we do. Even with Little Wayne, because he's like the the last of the breed. I feel like, and which is the birth of the of the new. So it still yeah, right. ties in, you know what I mean? Sort of like uh, Rakim J, for example, kind of. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, right. He, so he's spanned both periods. Carries yeah. Huh? yeah, he's spanned both periods. Yeah, yeah, so it still carries over. So essentially, we're still all, you know, that error is still responsible. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I just wish we'd get back and, you know, Instead of this, I don't even want to get into that. But yeah, <laughs> all right. Let me let me ask you this, man. What what makes a good what makes a good writer first, and then what makes a good ghostwriter? Um, I think what makes a good writer is being able to, depending on who you're writing for, I think um, it's being able to put yourself in that person's. Right. Shoes, perspective, you know, mindset, 
you know, space that they're in or whatever the topic could be for the song or concept. You have to know how to take yourself out of that. Get what I'm saying? So, for example, if I'm Lil Wayne writing a song for Taylor Swift, I can't be Lil Wayne on the Taylor Swift song. You get it? Yeah. You know, I got to kind of take myself out of my realm and, 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 and put myself in her. And then what connects with that is, you know, the, the beat selection, concepts, the melodies, the flows. Right. You get what I'm saying? Cause I'm have, big have on married together. Yeah, I'm big on like melody and flow. I like I'm the type of person that I hear a song. Like I know I like a song when I want to keep hearing it. Okay. Like there's so many songs that I can hear and never hear again and never care. Never <laughs> I know when I like a song because I'm burning it out. You can ask anybody that know me, I'm burning out like my niggas yeah. like yo, it's the 50th time, but that's when I know I like the song. But it's pre-programmed. You get what right. I mean? the, the 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 frequencies in it, like music. I don't even know if y'all really understand how music is like like a hip hip hypnosis. Like nah, that, shit nah, has a whole, that shit has a hold on us. I'm yeah. glad. That, man, it's, not, no, it's not even like it's optional anymore. It's like right. you need it. It's real melodic. It's very spiritual, and it's all about the beats per second and the beats per minute. Uh huh. And it, it taps into your soul. It taps into sure. your core. It's like, yeah. You, you ever heard a song that you felt like they wrote it for you? Like they, like you wrote it? Like you could have wrote it? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's right. that's crazy. And what's even crazier is you're not the only person that feels like that. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like we don't even we can't even grasp the concept of how ill that is, bro. That shit is different. That's like we can't even explain that. How do you explain that? That's what, you know part, I mean? That's what, what, what part of what part of putting a record together do you like most? Um, I actually like writing a song for somebody and hearing them, hearing them kill it. Because there's a lot of people who who you can write a song for that does it that under underdevelops, right. not not underdevelops, underdelivers. Right, yeah. right, right. You know I, I wrote songs for people where it was like, uh, I should have kept that or I should have given <laughs> because you didn't nail it. You get what I'm saying? Right. And to be honest with y'all, there's people that that's a talent in its own. Somebody who, who can take a song and deliver it spot on and nail it. That's a talent yeah. and write it and that can deliver it and nail it like as if they, it was theirs. That's a special talent in its own. Trust me. Okay. It, it seems like there's a couple of guys like yeah. that they, they like got little that Bow Wow. You know, no disrespect to nobody, but you yeah. know, we know JD wrote some stuff for him, but yeah. Bow Wow is special. Like he can take it, make it his own, and kill it and nail it. And it's like, wow. As a songwriter, you hear it's like, damn, you did it better than it could than I imagine. Even Michael Jackson. You get what I'm saying? He'll take a song. Nail it and be like yeah. he did his own. You never, you don't even care who wrote it after that. You get what right. I'm saying? Right. So yeah, I actually like that that process of giving you know giving somebody a song and them killing. It. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So do you you think it's more people out there in rap because you know people always try to act like they they're not. Do you think it's more people out there with ghostwriters than the people believe there is? Because I'm pretty much sure there is. Yeah, I think you know what it is, man. I think. See, I, th- I feel like the ghost writer, quote unquote, stigma is is a bad. You know, it's it's the 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 the, the perception of that is bad. 
get what I'm saying? But I think even if we all in the studio, us four, us three, and you come up with something and I come up with the hook and, and homeboy comes up with the melody, are we ghostwriters? Right. Right? Yeah, he's contributing to a song. You get what I'm saying? Right, we're composing a song. Yeah, we're not ghostwriters. I feel like the ghostwriter, the narrative kind of paints it, makes it like it's a secret. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's why people shy away from it. You right. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, nobody's supposed to know. But who cares? I tell people, man, listen. If you have a ghostwriting problem, if somebody's like, yo, then, then that's a good problem because nobody cares about shit that ain't hot. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. By the time it gets to that point, it's like, yo, so and so wrote this. It must be really hot, and that's a problem. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to have. That's a good problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm yeah. going to problem. Right. It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's doing something. I guess it, it's, it was, it was good to get that right up. Or whatever, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. But the stigma, man, and that shit as an occupation, because I got a publishing deal. Like, I, I'm actually an actual, I have a, a, a publishing deal, which is a writer's record deal. Right. You get what I'm saying? So I have to, I have to fulfill certain contractual agreements and with the stigma of ghostwriting fucks it up for me because it's like uh, people who really need help don't seek the help because they feel like they're gonna get they it they want to run it on their own that shit is stupid yeah wow that's crazy so, and, and we we're in the music we're in the music business man. huh they want the bad sales but they don't see the potential that it'll be somebody that's five times dope of them as far as writing but they want to keep the bag to themselves Listen, I call that a hundred percent of nothing. Right, <laughs> right. all bad, right? If it's all bad, I call that a hundred percent of nothing. I'd rather have fifty percent of something, or ten percent, or even two percent of something than one hundred percent of nothing. Right. So, as part of you know, as part of the ghostwriting, ghostwriting and stuff, you got you you have all your business right, those the record deals and the publishing deals, whatever. Is it is it just as lucrative as being an artist and doing the ghostwriting? Well, shit. If I if I do a Bieber, if I do Bieber and Taylor Swift, shit. Yeah. If I get Bieber, uh, yay, Beyonce and um, week the weekend for a single. I, you think I'm worrying about going in the studio doing an album or doing some shows? Already. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, you get you, you see you, you get what I mean though. Absolutely. Like I got I got yeah. the weakest next single Taylor Biebs. Yay and Beyonce, and, and to believe it or not, you have you know you got the dream, you got yeah, like Neo, and and that shit is is, is possible. Neo's, Neo's a nice writer, man. He yeah, writes, it's, it's so many dope writers, man. Shout out to Rico Love. Shout out to uh, uh, all of those Think dope about writers, it. Huh? How many people knew that Ja Rule was writing TLC stuff? Crazy man. I just oh, crazy. Hold up. Damn, send out Where you pull that one out from? Yeah. See yeah. what I'm saying? And yo, I'm gonna be honest with people, man. Fans, us hip hop critics though, are the only one that's is, is critiquing that. These fans do not care, bro. They would rather hear a collaborative, great song than the you sitting there writing some whack shit by yourself. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. So, so who 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 haven't you worked with that you would like to work with? Um, that's a good question too. I work with Ye, I work with Missy, I work with Kim, I work with a lot of people, man. Um, who would I like to work with as far as an artist or on a write or like to write something for? Both. 
Yeah. There you go. And if an artist, that's a good one. I would like to work with Stevie Wonder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like Stevie Wonder. Like if I had a, if I, if I could get, you, if you told me yeah, you can have any feature you want, it'll probably be Stevie first. And I'm not thinking on no. Stevie's just a the magician with words. Yo, can you imagine the Stevie versus? Yeah. I can tell you, yeah. I seen I seen Stevie play live at a, at um Sam Ash on 42nd Street. I just happened to be in the store looking at equipment. He showed up and he just started playing. Yo, can you imagine anybody doing a Stevie verse? Stevie versus man, you. you just don't show up. But yeah, I think Stevie Wonder would definitely be one of them, huh? Nah, I said I agree. Don't even show up going against Stevie. Yeah, don't even. Yeah, don't even. Show up. That's the, that's the, that's a, one of our last iconic living legends, man. Stevie Wonder. Um, I like. Um, I'm a, like an R and B dude though, so I don't really listen. I, I love hip hop, but I don't listen to so much of it because. Right. That's right. A lot of it, you know what I mean, has to be yeah. the, right, the right, the right frequency for me. Um, I like Frank Ocean. I like Drake. I Frank like the Ocean weekend. is dope. Huh? Frank Ocean is dope and the weekend. Like Frank the weekend. I tell you what, I tell you what, man. And Shannon <laughs> and Rob and my gotta tell you, like the weekend is like that's one his of man, my yo. That's, yeah. that's, that's his man right now. That's his man's right now. Them kids are special, man. Weekend, Frank, Drizzy, them kids are them kids are special. I like party next door. I like I like a lot of I like I like a lot of that type of stuff. You get what I'm saying? Like party. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those type of vibes. Like ha you know, borderline like it's like R and B but a little but the when the hip hop beats. In the, in the 90s we had we had that element so graciously man the way we we kind of melodically put hip-hop and r&b that they kept they kept parties rocking I don't yeah. what let me ask y'all this do do, do do you guys like the way music is evolving for the better like do like yes and no what's your because there's still some jams that you that you like that you wish that you're happy that was made. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. No, I, I think yeah. I think because of music's availability and how it's being administered to to the public so easily, anybody can put out anything. And mm -hmm. and, one, and one of the questions I ask producers when we have them on, do you miss having the artist in the studio with you versus emailing tracks all over the fucking? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because there has to be a quality of symmetry when artists hear something and the producer hears something. Like, but did you hear that? Nah, I didn't hear that. Mm -hmm. We all work together. And break, I think music just works out better when both the artist, the engineer, and the producer in the studio versus emailing shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's true. quality. Because sonically, sonically, you're looking for that, that, that missing note that makes you feel like, oh shit. And then if the lyrics go along with it, yeah, I, I like that's that's a good uh, point because I like to be I like to when people like yo I need you to help you know I need your help on on, on my yeah. article writing stuff. I you know I go on my email and see what because you know as a writer I go in the studio and just lay a bunch of shit just openly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No verses, just hooks. Some verses without hooks. So you know what I mean? They're just yeah, right. a product. So depending on the artist, I would go to my drum board, see what I got, see if it fits that person that, you know, that style. But 
I would rather, I always tell them, yo, I would rather get in the studio with the artist. It cuts the time in half. It's just, right. it's just way better, bro. Right. Yeah. It's just, you know, they get to tell you their insight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And, you know, and I, and I think in that, in that aspect, music has suffered because yeah. you don't have that quality of sound anymore. But then brothers like yourself, there's so many other brothers from the 80s, even the 90s, still making music. And mm-hmm. I think production has taken the thumbs up and have gone up because there are a lot more producers making quality yeah. straight out the straight bangers. I love them well, guys, my buddy. But well, you have music. beat makers and you have producers. You, if you make a beat, you are not a producer. Producer, yeah. All right. Let's just say not not to you know. Right, 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 right. Just to, just to give the people yeah. some insight. Some you can be a right. dope beat maker, and it's no shot to you. The right. producer, when you produce a record, it goes well beyond having the drums. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's right. I mean, what are the things? To go back to your quality, To go back to your question is, you know what I like? I like the fact that now I like the fact that people actually have so many different revenue streams. The people actually got a better chance to make money off of that work now. I felt yeah. like, like years ago, a lot of people was getting beat. Like, yeah. you'd be working your ass off and you getting, like, like a small check and somebody else is killing it. Whatever. Yeah. You got a lot of that. You're getting a curse with that because now you got little dickhead who thinks he's the next little, little baby. You know, that's, that's, that's the part, that's and, the part I hate. He the goes part up that and I hate. Like, he could just upload and do what the hell he want, which, you know, this was, you know, no, can't knock the hustle, but Music wasn't, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that was born to make Yeah, you know, right. Man, Michael Jackson was born to be Michael Jackson. Right. James Brown was born to be goddamn James Brown. That's right. The Beyonce was born to be it. Beyonce. You get what I'm saying? Now, you yeah. have people in between who, who um learn the craft and get better at their craft. You get what I'm yeah. saying? And that's dope, too. Because you know, you when they ask you what you want to grow up to be, you don't really know, and you get you know whatever your passion is. So that's dope. It's not a knock to them, but I feel like um, there's certain people that was like <laughs> people yeah. that were born to do what they do. You get what yeah. I'm saying? No matter what, like I feel like that's that's the reason. You get what I'm saying? And, that, and I think that's the part we're missing. We're missing writers like yourself. We're mm-hmm. missing more writing. The, the music is kind of more microwavable, so it's not it's not like I think to some extent it kind of lost some of the soul in the music. Like you, you yeah. Like we just talked about how DMX was able to connect with people on a personal level. How Tupac did. There's not a lot of people that's connecting with people on a yeah, that the level. The and the music has no longevity to it. So yes, yeah. The songs that's are like fly by like night. God makes something okay. It rides out for a couple of weeks. A month is dead. So these, like a lot of these guys that come out now and the things that happen, will we remember what they did a year from now, two years from now, something? Somebody else pops in the streets, it's just like two days, march two away. Weeks, two weeks from now. Yeah. So that's that's the part. Is it's like, right? I hate that. I I hate that part. And you know what happens with that, man? For me, like every day I'm jaded with music and just you know, like some days I wake up, you want to jump off the roof with it and do a zillion songs. <laughs> Some days I just be like, you know, I don't want to say discouraging, but it's, you know, because you got the labels and these people who only go based on likes, based on followers. And it's like, 
Come on, we didn't even we didn't even have smartphones twelve years ago. How the fuck you basing the whole career off of likes and we didn't even have Instagram seven years ago. Well, whatever, whatever Instagram came out. So how can you base talent off off of that? So what that does is tell somebody, yo, go outside, set they self on fire, and run down the street and do the Harlem Shake. <laughs> and get get a million followers and a million likes, and then we're gonna sign you tomorrow. Yeah. It perpetuates dumb shit. It takes everything, strips everything from what actually what it is is music. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no reality show. But right. the crazy part is people get reality shows from doing dumb shit like that. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. it's just it down and and commercialized, and you know. The culture vultures don't care, man. You want to be a little dickhead and say your rhymes backwards and nobody can understand them? <laughs> We're going to give you a mustard beat and let you go. Right. Now, now, Carter, tell me about this, bro. We had um big shout-out to Ebon Thug, big shout-out to Tragedy. We had uh them brothers on separate episodes, of course, within the past, like, two weeks. Um... Tell me about that classic because I, I told them two brothers too, and I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. The only freestyle that I know that was on radio that can go hand in hand with when Jay put up Rockefeller mm-hmm. back in the day and they did their thing up there on Funk Flex yeah. Drink was when mm-hmm. you, Mace, Cam, yeah. Your mom thug and Noy did your thing. Tell me about how the whole thing like came about though. Like was it on the phone? Like or was it and what happened? Like y'all y'all all killed it, but like was it like on the arm or like like what happened? You just went up there or well, was it Now that I rewind the tape, I think um clue, you know clue was popping. I think Clue wanted right. Mace on the joint. Mace was like, yo, I'm doing it. You gotta put my niggas on it, which was me and Cam. Okay. Right. Um we went to this, we went to Unique Studio. I remember that. I just saw Cam on a drink chance and Nori was kind of explaining it. Um we went right. to Unique Studio that's right there in the middle of Times Square, right on 42nd. I don't know if anybody knows the Sabaros. It's right next door to Sabaros, the old Sabaros. I don't even know if it's there. But yeah, we went there, man. Mace had to actually ask my mom to take me to the studio because I was I had school the next day. I was <laughs> you the youngest out the whole the whole thing. Huh? You were the youngest out of that whole squad for that night for that freestyle, right? Bro. The youngest right. man. I was man, I was 15. Hold on. I'm trying to turn it right. Wow. Yo, I was 15, man. 15 years old, bro. Still in high school, man. 15. Um I'm trying to think if I had that wrong already. I'm not sure. <laughs> I would act, I was just talking to somebody thinking. I don't know if I don't think hey, I hey, 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 look, 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 People at 15 not spinning bars like that back then. Yo, you know what's crazy? I'm thinking because in my mind, in my mind, I didn't have that. I don't remember having that rhyme before that day. Okay. So I'm trying to think if I wrote it the night of and Mace was like, yo, we're going to go to the studio tomorrow or did I write it there? I don't think I wrote it there because it was late when we did it. And... Cause you, must you rhymed on the um, you rhymed uh, on Biggie the big you shot your beat. 
Yo, I got the Ron Crew tape to New York, man. Yo. <laughs> yo. Yo. Yeah. That was crazy, man. Yeah, Iman, everybody was there. Did, what did they say? The tragedy, Iman, remember that day? I see Nori drinking. Nori just no, said. No, no, no. The funny thing about it, bro, is that Trad, she said he was like, maybe like about a good 30 seconds, he was trying to, like, trying to recall. I think he said something about DJ Self. He said it might have been a DJ Self crib. Yeah, he said something like about that. Trad's Trad was like, like 20, 30 seconds. He was trying to put it together. And, and then he mom, I mean, he was at Self crib. He said everybody held it down. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Trad said he was at Self crib. Said I like he said, yeah, I think he in? said Self crib. Back in 97? <laughs> DJ Self or what? I, I don't know. But I think he said Man. Self Script. That's gotta be a that's gotta be a typo. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be a typo. Self in 1997? I fuck with Self, that's my boy, but he couldn't have been at Self Script. It had to be somebody else. It had to be somebody else. I'll tell you what, bro. After this interview, I'ma send you that interview. Send me the link. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong before he said DJ Self. Or no, he just said Self. Then he said some other joint, but I, I don't know which one it is. So I'm a, I'll, I'll, I'll copy the link and send it to you after the after after the interview. Okay, nah, man, that, that was an epic night, man. So I'm um I'm just watched Cam and, and Nori's and, and Drink Chaps. Um, and Nori was saying Iman wasn't a rapper. He wasn't. Iman, he so he wasn't. He for trash really pushed him. To be an MC, yeah, and right, actually, right. Iman killed that too. He killed that. Oh yeah, yes. he killed it. Everybody went crazy on there. Yeah, everybody joke. went crazy on there. Yo, if that's the one thing that anybody would know me from, it's probably that. <laughs> the jam on it. Now nah, we that. don't need to too, bro. We, nah, I mean, look, see, around that time. We after that we started getting oh, crazy. We started getting crazy on the tape. We would start. We used to go to uh, Clues uh, Monday Night Mixtape on the radio. Remember he started doing High ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started going up there and just picking freestyles and just getting crazy. Yeah. So what, 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 what are them times like for you, man? Like, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to get into that. I shortly after that I got a record deal from 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 that Clue tape. Oh. Mm. Which is which 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 um. Allows me to meet Nori, the company, you know what I mean? Because Nori was on Tommy Boy Penalty. Right. Uh, Crooked Letters, that was a group that David Banner was in. He was in that group. I remember them. Yeah. Um, they laid it. Yo, Penalty, they could have signed Nelly. They could have, they, yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I beat, yeah, yeah, you know the Nelly story. But yeah, Nelly was with me during that time. They could have signed him. We had Nelly's demo recorded. Shout out to Cool to Love. Um, shout out to Nelly. Um, but yeah. So, what was my point? We're talking about. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. So I got a deal after that, and I got a whole record deal. I got a two hundred fifty thousand dollar budget. Got like a fifty thousand dollar advance. I was fifteen, man. Yeah, nice. Right. My whole life changed, bro. I was yeah. like, like three months before I was dusty in the hood, eating <laughs> fucking um. Butter rolls and hot chocolate for a dollar. <laughs> store, the yeah, <laughs> Yo, listen. I miss the butter roll. I miss the butter roll days. <laughs> yeah, man. So 
that shit changed my life, man. You know, Mace, you know, that shit whole shit changed my life. And you know what? I didn't even see it happening and coming like that. I didn't see it happening like that. But Mace was Mace was getting getting crazy. He was, you know, he was becoming in the next situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? He did the only you. Right. He started to be look he was starting to look like the new LL. You know what I'm saying? He was shooting like a rocket for real. Yeah. So, so to be honest with y'all, man, these labels they wanted any affiliation with Mace, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. They wanted whatever he had coming, bro. <laughs> Mace could have picked up a German Shepherd and put a do rag on him. Well, son, <laughs> between what you was writing and he was writing, you would just thought it was just coming from the camp that way, because nah, it, you know what? Lyrically, it was like yeah, these guys are just playing with words, man. Mace man, Cam and them, bro, BBO, they was they were great role models for me, man. Just as far as just sharpening my knife, you know what I mean, getting me prepared. And still to this day, man, that that education that I got from being around them, from learning that wordplay, just you know how to rhyme, how to bounce. I really credit that to you know to them because that was like schooling for me. You know what I mean? I sat around and I didn't just sit around to sit around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Looking back, I could I could observe how I was doing it now, but you know, in the moment, I was really soaking it up, and I really like you know use those tools. You know what I'm saying? They didn't know they was teaching me this. It wasn't like a chalkboard. You get what I'm saying? Right. right. It wasn't no a bullet. No, they was just doing them, and I just you know I took elements and I you know I soaked you up. You had to adapt to it. You breathing. You know what I mean? But Mace doing Harlem World's album. That shit was almost like boot camp. So I got, I learned a lot from that too because that shit was like boot camp for real. You know, we, you know, I mean, that was more like learning. So you know what I mean, like on on some bulletin shit. But right. in a fun way, you know, we recording the album. But Mace was, I feel like I don't know what it was, but he was like really stern and strict during that process. Me, Just me, I, who gets who who ends up on these certain songs? You know, who says what? Who you know whose verse is good enough? You know what I'm saying? So you're originally from Harlem, right? Yeah, from St. Nick. What does Harlem mean to you? Everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. From Teddy Riley to Rob Bass to Keith Sweat to the block parties to the water pump, Johnny Pump being on to the basketball tournaments to the people to the individuals are so unique and so outstanding, man. We, we are definitely the mecca of the world man if you if you if you take a person from zimbabwe and you want to show them inside out i'm dropping them right off in harlem and they're gonna break <laughs> work their way out and you get what i'm saying yeah like we had several people uh on the podcast from harlem like we even had uh king fade aka shirt kings on here too that's so, that's that's Bob's cousin the brother with the uh, green hat Bob's cousin. Yeah. That's my son. Yeah. Good dude, man. But what I, what I, what I, and I'm glad you laid out all them things about Harlem because that's what I loved about Harlem too, man. The block parties, to be able to go down a block is blocked off, and you can have fun on those blocks. The basketball games, I lived in the oh, Bronx, yeah. but the competition was in Harlem. Everything, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know everything. That whole thing the ball, the full, it captures. Right. You see, you see what it was. It was a party. It was an outside. It was a, it was a borough party. <laughs> every block, every block. The, the latest cars, the prettiest girls, the flyest hustlers. You get what I'm saying? It was that, 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 that. Hey, tell that, you what, uh, 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 Cardan, do, do you know about Cove Lounge? 
Yeah, that's my boy Billy. Uh, yep, Billy. Yep. Yeah. Billy. And, yeah. Billy. and Billy knew me since yeah. I was eight years old. That's my OG. It's my godfather, man. Yeah, man, that's 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 family ties right there. Family ties right there. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's my guy. Talk to him often. That's my guy. I was I went there. I went there when the joint was just like about to be in inception when they was just doing the damn construction and all that. Yeah, you see, all them looking, all them got a nice little bistro vibe going right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a different world now. It's a different. Yeah, we got uh, we outdoor dining now. A little I'm bit gentrified. <laughs> how, 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 how's the pandemic affect you and your family, bro? Um, I mean, there's different elements to that, man. I mean, of course, there's you know, there's time where you don't get to see people, right? You know, you don't get to hug them. Tough part. You know what I mean? That's a tough part. But um, I'm not really like for me. I, I quarantine. I've been quarantining before quarantine. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to party. I like to go out, but there's times where I'm just, you know, I just be chilling. Like uh, I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to go nowhere. I don't want to be around nobody, and not even in a bad way. I just don't be in the mood. So right, as right. far as that goes, you know, that was that was kind of like normal, whatever. You know, what I mean, it wasn't nothing crazy. The verses really helped out. Absolutely. Um, but you know what it is, be, you know, when you have an option to do something, and when you don't, it hit different. That's right. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Cause, so like when you, you like move, you move a lot different when you get when you can make the choice you actually want to make. Yes, yes. When yeah. you have that option, but when you don't, it hit kind of different. You're like, all right, well, I yeah, now I'm now I'm really bored. And it's no way to go. <laughs> I wish I would have used that time to go yeah. out. You know so right, I mean, pandemic ultimately, man, was unfortunate just for society, just for you know, uh, uh the human race. Um. So that was a bad thing. We lost Fred the Godson. We lost, you know, we lost, we lost some people, man. We lost, yeah. We lost household names, man. Yeah, we lost some people. And from a from a different perspective, I was talking to my buddy about this. I said spiritually, man, we we as a people, we don't focus on ourselves enough, but we focus a lot on the outside world. And today was a prime example. I didn't post anything DMX, nor did I listen to any music. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to get inundated with so much rhetoric. Mm -hmm. about, you know what I mean? And it's just the admiration. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. But see, someone like yourself has actually worked with D. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you've been or you know his presence, you know what his aura is like. Mm -hmm. Not from a fan's perspective, but right. from, from a, 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 a peer. Yeah. So to speak. Someone who's in the game with you, who's in studios, do put yeah. That's a different connection. And it is, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, I do hope they show them the type of love they showed, you know, a lot of people recently though. Because, Absolutely. You know, it's already happening. Have... It's already happening. It's already happening. Yeah, Trust like, me. If it's one thing you're gonna get, it's love. You're gonna be love. I mean, you're gonna have I'm sorry to cut you off, bro. Uh you're gonna have your media outlets who wanna say you know they they gonna highlight the the, 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 the negative, yeah. And, but ultimately, that don't that that can never outweigh that the love that he's gonna get, bro. He's gonna he if it's one thing he's gonna get is that love. Right. And yeah. for me, man, I go through so many mixed emotions, man. Like before, I just tapped in. I was just was listening to you know just listen not not to his music. I'm listening to you know 
I wish by Kells. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just different. Right, right. Nah, stuff, nah. stuff like that kind of gets me. Like you said in the beginning, you know, you reflect on the on the on the life of it. You get what I'm saying? Not not necessarily the death part of it. So, but I go through so many mixed emotions. One minute I'm in, I'm in tears, you know, because I'm on social media and I'm just seeing the love, and that could that makes me emotional. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And certain songs, certain songs under pictures, you know, I'm a you know I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a softy when it comes to that, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that shit that shit. That shit t- tears my heartstrings. Um, but I-, I go through mixed emotions, man. But most of all, I just listen to m- music. Helps me, man. Like it, like like it always did. I, I listen to some music, and not necessarily his music. Um, but that too, you know what I mean. That helps me, man. It it, it um it, it helps me cope, man. It's you know it's it's a uh, good it's, it's it's therapeutic, man. There you go. And that, 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 as far as like the name Carter, I um you know I've been in this business man since '97, bro. Since I was 17 years old, man. So I feel like to, to in a nutshell, you see how two chain, you see how Titty Boy two chains. Yeah. It was just a quick, you know what I mean. He was down with he was Titty Boy with the group. Yeah. I mean, then he just switched it to two chains. I think it's for me, it's a reinvention in a sense, but more of something wrong with that. Yeah, just just for me, yeah, as a, for me as a as a person, as an artist, as a creator, I needed a new kickstart. That nothing was wrong with Cardan because people love Cardan. People, you know, people love that that part of history, and it's not it's not a knock to that. But for me, for me to keep going and be and be and want to make new music and, to, and keep going, I needed a switch. Right. I and needed. He said, a, but- I needed a, I needed something to, to to wake me up every day. Like nah, this you know what I mean. <laughs> now people want it, people want Avon Carter shit. You know what I mean? Right. So and that you know it it, it, it you know it's 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 coming. It's, you know it's playing out. It's playing. You know what I mean? Because people, I know people that know me half my life that be like, yo, what's up, Avon? And that's and they not you know they not doing it on no. You know they 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 really like giving they me buying into it. They yes. buying into it. Yeah. They buying into it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? They can they can call me by. They don't even gotta call me Carter. They can call me my real government name. But you know, they <laughs> now, that, that full fledged video out. I saw the promo like the different cuts. Yeah, that, that full fledged video is out. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay, gotcha. But I gotta be more consistent, man. Consistency is key and. Like I told y'all, I get, you know, every day is, is every day takes on the life of itself, man. Some days right. man, I love it. But with this with with the infrastructure of this of this business, it's crazy, man. I mean, well, you definitely need capital. We all know that, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so you get like a sponsor or you know, somebody uh somebody to, to help you bring your dreams to life. Right. It's, it's gonna be a slow process, but you shouldn't stop there. And as I'm saying this, I gotta take my own. I gotta practice what I'm preaching as I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? It's so easy yeah. for me to say it, 
and so hard for me to uh actually facilitate the shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Every day takes on the life of its own. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get discouraged with the with the new ways of the world. You want to, you know what I mean? You sometimes you be like, man, I want this should have more views or this, but you get caught up in that. You get what I'm yeah. saying? And naturally, naturally you get caught up in that. But it's not the grand scheme. And one thing's for sure, the more you stay consistent, the more it will grow. You keep yeah. watering the plant, it will grow. It might not, you might not see it within the first five days. If, you, if we buy a plant today and water it to be tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's the right. more we water it, it will, Bro, yeah. that's the laws of physics. You get what I'm saying? Nobody can stop that. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, as I'm saying this, I gotta really, you know, practice it as well. But yeah, and that con- that consistency, that's what builds on longevity. Absolutely. Yeah, because if you if you if you don't have that consistency, you 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 in and out. Yeah, and you playing yourself. You know, yeah. it's like it's like starting and you know what I mean. You start in the race and you just. Not even that you tired, you just like, oh, they they way already up there. I'm not I'm gonna done, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? You're playing yourself. And that and that's that's not the mentality to really have. And it's a struggle every day, bro. If, if I could be real with y'all, it's a struggle every day. Nah, man. I got I gotta ask you, man, is it true that you wrote that love and hip hop theme song? Oh yeah, that's me. That's me. That's my vocals on there. This is <laughs> this is the life. Yeah. Hip hop music. <laughs> that's me. That's my vocals on there, man. All this shit. This stuff is real, man. The dream is real, bro. Look at that, man. Dream look, is look real. That, look at that, man. Look, look at all the look nutty facts right here. Yeah, all right. I Yo, see look that. Look at that. Real, look at that. You probably can't see it from the reflection, but yeah, man. The dream is all real, right, bro. You know, it's possible, man. My ultimate dream, my ultimate goal is to. Is to find me a little bow wow and, mm-hmm. and, and and Jermaine Dupree his whole shit. So if y'all can find, y'all got a little guy for me, a little <laughs> bow wow that's about five, I write the whole stuff and, and and that's my ultimate that's my ultimate goal because I know where I know where that can go, man. We talking screen calls, we talking lunch boxes, we talking weedies <laughs> boxes, you know what I'm saying? We talking yeah. stickers, we talking everything. That's like the that's the lick right there. Trust me. That's, that's, that's the lick. I have a, I have a cousin that ghostwrite a lot of European artists out here. You know, out there in like Denmark and all this other stuff. Like with your range, like I know that you wrote for you know the person that you had had that plaque up there, and. What 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 genres besides hip hop can you write music for? All genres, man. Yeah. Even if I'm a player in that in that space, I would I got a market out there in Europe. Say that one more time. I said, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna plug you in with my cousin. My cousin got a good a, a good thing going out there in Europe. Like he writes for like the. Like a lot of U.S. people might not know them, not not know the artists, but they like the Justin Bieber's and the whatever's out there in Europe, Denmark, and all that other stuff. So, yeah, nah, definitely, definitely do that, man. My, I, even if I'm not familiar within that in that genre, I I know my my mind, my vision, and and my wherewithal. I can you know I can pull anything off, bro. So yeah. if, if you weren't if you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? 
Um, it's a good question. I like like photography and stuff, man. I like you know I like like pictures and videos. You know I like to bring things to you know like what if you know, like move. You know it'll be something with some type of film. I right. think right. I think so. Yeah, I like pictures and in like video and movies and camera cuts. You know what I mean? I'm I'm into that stuff. That 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 leads to the question I always ask an artist. What's that? How important is the imagination? It's endless, man. It's endless, bro. It, it m- imagination is currency. It's 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 your currency without having it. The actual physical dollar. Your imagination. Imagination is Walt Disney, man. Imagination is is, is Steve Jobs with our phones. Imagination is us being able to talk right here with with a game plan. And you get what I'm saying? It's it's endless, man. It's 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 very important, and you definitely reason, need it, huh? The reason why I ask that because I believe it's the imagination that can pull us out of any situation we're in. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's being able to travel outside of the body. You know, imaginations are essentially dreams, you know, that you that you bring to fruition. Um, Steve Jobs with Apple, you know, his imagination, man, that's genius, you know? It's well, like Kanye West. Stan, Stan Lee with Marvel. Yes, yes. How, mm-hmm. how you put all those, all those superhero characters together mm-hmm. by using civil rights themes. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So Imagination a, is, is a very important. So we got a question from Shannon. They said, can you tell us about a time someone may have under-delivered on a song you wrote? Um, She probably want to know the artist, so he probably want to know the artist. Um, I can't really say the artist. I can understand that. You know, I can understand that. that, that yeah. The viewers might. I can't really say the yeah, artist, but 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 I can say it's you know there's 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 artists that we all know and we all like certain music from. And, you know there's certain musical things that they they've put out that 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 they underdeliver. But you know, to their defense, it, it could be that one song because I've been in studios with artists where you know they underdelivered on one and they absolutely nailed the other. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but like I said, that's a talent in its own. Trust me. Trust me. Because I'm not going to write a song for all y'all three. Y'all not going to nail it like, you know, one of y'all may nail it better than the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that might, you know what I'm saying? It's a talent in its own. For real. It really is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be able to to, tell us us this, uh, Cardan. Like, uh, once you got your advance or like, you know, you was knee deep in the industry. What was, I guess, your greatest investment that you made? I don't know if it was stocks, real estate, uh, 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 equipment, whatever. Like, what, what was, what was, what do you think? I did buy some studio equipment, but that's when people was like downsizing and doing it in their house. I don't really catch vibes at home like that. I mean, I can write at home. But as far as recording myself and all that, it, it takes the fun out of it for me. I, I don't really, it, it 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 stifles me. It, it doesn't it doesn't motivate me to want to do it. I can write at home all day, and I actually prefer to write at home because it stay it saves money in the studio, it right. saves time. Mm-hmm. And when I'm there, I just knock shit out. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you catch different vibes in the actual studio that you don't catch at home. Right. 
Right. You get what I'm saying? Well, that, now, that's, now, that's, that's a perfect segue. Do you have a favorite studio that you work in where the magic comes to the pen to the pad? Do you have a favorite nah, studio? Or favorite- I'm, I'm just excited. To be honest with you, I'd just be excited to be in any studio. Once I'm there, it, 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 it turns on. I'd just be happy to just be there and able to do create and actually record right right after, not write it and then you know set up a time later. You know what I'm saying? This this is good, man, because it's really good to see somebody who actually love you know got the love for it or something like right. the love for the yeah, environment, yeah. be in the studio and be in it. Yeah, I that's mean, one thing I would never change, man. My relationship with music is pure and uncut, and I don't force anything. So it's no amount of money you can pay me and say, yo, I need this tomorrow. I need a hit tomorrow. It's not going to work like that. Even though I couldn't do it, and it, it's possible, but I don't force anything. My relationship with music, I like to keep it pure. So even if I don't write for months, when I do get back to it, it's still fresh and pure. It's not forced. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So I don't, and I don't write for songs for money. So, <laughs> because you can never pay me what I think the song is worth. Yeah. <laughs> if you ask me, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> right? I got it. Ten thousand enough? Right. If you ask me, no. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Especially yeah. if it's a great song, it's mm-hmm. it's priceless. You know what I mean? So I don't write songs for money, even though you know it's it's a job in a sense, but. My relationship with music is pure, man. It's genuine, and that's one thing I'm never gonna break for money, for people, for nobody. I'm gonna keep that pure and sincere. So every time I go to it, it reflects the same energy back. Get what I'm saying? Let me yeah. let me, let me yeah. ask you from a from a production standpoint, who do you like working with the best? Mm. Yo, you know it's crazy. I used to work with Pharrell, man. Pharrell did like two joint well the Neptunes. I don't even wanna take any credit from Chad because Chad was definitely there. Um Big shout out to Chad Hugo. Yeah, shout out to Chad, man. Them cat them guys are super talented in VA, man. So I used to work with them way back when like Super Thug. And that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um those guys, man, are great producers. I love to work with the Neptunes, man. I haven't worked with them in years, 15, 20 years, but I still remember the, the feeling and the, you get what I'm saying? There's no real home producer, huh? Pharrell, Pharrell and Chad, they, they pushed the they pushed the envelope sonically. Almost like how Tim did, man. They, they turned it up. They, they turned yeah. it up. They They'll take a sound. And they shit was hard too. Yeah, yeah. It was popping, but it was hard. They yeah. had all of the elements, you know what I'm saying? A, 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 a lot, lot of people don't know that Pharrell was working way back with Teddy Riley back in the day when uh Rum Shaker. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I bro, used to tell us the stories about back then too. Some, 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 <laughs> some huh? Yeah. <laughs> nah, he, nah, man, that guy's a super talent, man. Whether he's, bro, yeah, he is. That, guy, that guy's super talent. Both of them, man. Both of them. Um, so if it, you know, if I could work with, if, if I, if I was going to record an album, and if you say, yo, I got a budget for these, for these producers, I probably would go on with, with, with the Neptunes, yo, because I love they, they bounce. The 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 quality of their beats is, is crazy, man. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people don't move you guys like that. Oh, you know you want, want me to tell you? Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> they can't afford that no more. Them them niggas beats be your whole budget. You can't work with you have an album with one song if you get a beat from <laughs> Then maybe like six hundred grand. 
Yeah, I mean they'll you know they'll work with you, but they them guys they, they only work with people that they like at this point. You can't you can't hire them. You know they buku, they they paid out the ass. You know. Yeah. So, like, you know, they're not doing beats for money no more. But back when I was working with them, they was doing beats for money. But <laughs> now. Do you, you know, do you have a favorite uh like shout out to um uh also uh Timberland and and Swiss Beats. Timberland, I never do worked with Timberland. I would, I would like to see that. I would like to see that. Timbo Beats is dope too. I'll be hearing yeah. him on, on his gram. It's just his quality, good quality. Yes, sir. Now, do you, do you speaking of Timbaland and, and Swiss Beats, do you have a favorite one or two versus battles that happened in the past? Um, Like I told you, I li- I'm an R&B thug, man. So I like Brandy and Monica's. <laughs> I like, yeah, uh, I like uh, who else did it? Nelly and Luda's was dope. I'm a big fan of Nelly and Luda, man. Nelly was Nelly's. It was all right. I, I enjoyed it, yo. I, yeah, those, those, those yeah. Are, I love I love both of those artists. Um, who else did it? Uh, we need some more producers. They need some more producers to start doing it. But um, yeah. who catch the uh, the um Earth Wind and Fire and the Ozzy Brothers? I, yeah, I missed. I haven't missed. I haven't missed one versus yet. I would not miss a verse um, anywhere. If I got a flight, I'm. We gonna have to reroute the flight. We are gonna have to do something. I'm not missing no work. What sorry, about the? Um, I think the the Shantae and Keisha Cole. That was dope. Love those girls. Yeah. Yeah. Those oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They got the hits, man. Like I love the hits, is man. The hit hit song, man, can cure cure some shit. You know it'd be dope too. I don't know if you did, but shout out, big shout out to Mary J. Blige. If you haven't yeah, worked with her, I, 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 I did work with Mary. I wrote, um, I wrote, uh, what's the name for, for P Diddy on the Press Play album, uh, Making It Hard. Whoever's listening, okay, y'all yeah, yeah. Press Play album right. Making It Hard, produced by Rich Harrison. Yeah, I wrote that for Puff. Making you know, It Hard. Mary crazy. Beyonce was on that song, and Brandy was on that song when I first got it. He ended up using, um, yeah. yep. So I did work with Mary, man. Yep, yep. Did I did um. Making it hard for uh, Puff Daddy on Press Play album. Yeah. You see how this dude is on the same All the accolades he got, he's just too humble, man. I like that though. I appreciate you that. Know what man. We all, we all, we all won, man. You know, we don't, we don't, right. I don't see nothing out of flexing on my people. We, you know what I mean? Is Puff as harder as harder himself oh. as he is on others? Oh man, all that making a band stuff. <laughs> yeah. Puff had me. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Speaking of that song. Puff had me write that one song for one year. <laughs> and it wasn't like a year straight because I had an accident. Yeah. You know, I was in a hospital and stuff. But when I got out, that nigga's like, yo, you, you, you wanna finish? You ready to finish it? So he could like, you know, get any writers in the world. You know what I mean? But I guess the way I was starting it, that he was like, nah, I need to keep this energy. Yeah. When I got out the hospital and everything, sure enough, the A&R was just like, yo, are you feeling? You healed up? All right, go to daddy's house at four o'clock, nigga. Finish that song. Mm. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Well, nah, this is the stuff. This is the stuff that artists need. This is what's not around anymore. You get what I'm saying? That schooling, man. That knowledge, and you know what I mean. That that drilling. Sometimes you need that because you know to be the best. You know Michael Jordan and these people don't. You don't just be the best by just being the best. That shit comes right, yeah. with hard work. You know what I'm saying? Right, man. So, encouragement. Encouragement goes a long way too, man. 
Yes. And even if it's not, and then because sometimes it don't come off in an encouraging manner. Sometimes it's stern and, you know, it's almost like a work. It's like a job. It's like your boss. It's like, yeah. right, you know, they're not cursing you out, but essentially they like, yo. I need you to get it done. Pick it, it up. Done. Yeah. Don't do that no more. Right. <laughs> or you might lose your job. That's right. You know I mean, it puts the fire under your ass. So it makes you better as, a, as an individual, just in general. You know what I mean? And then. The goal to that is to pass down the jewels and, yeah. and to help and to help the help the, the, the youth to, to understand the levels of of protocol and how to you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody's not gonna get lucky, man. You got a lot of these artists that get lucky. And you know what? They disappear too. As quick as yep. they come, yeah. as they go. They the ones that stay around, it's not luck after a while. Right. But and that goes back to what Brother Rob said. It'd be, it'd be like some microwave shit. Yo, you know who else? You mm. know, I would, you know, the artist that you said oh, I can do anything. Mar- Hollywood, yeah. you know, too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but you know, you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Huh? Yo, yo, cut, yo, cut up. That has to happen right here. Yeah, Bruno Mars, yeah. that whole Anderson Pop, that vibe they got going. Yeah. I was about to say that, yeah. Oh, you're so sweet, so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that that shit fills my soul, man. That's, that takes me back to like Teddy P. You know, it gives me that. It gives yeah. me. It takes me to a to a place in my heart, in my soul. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, that has to happen, man. Make, gotta make, we gotta make that work somewhere in the universe, man. Get yeah, no- definitely, man. Uh, I'm gonna try to get y'all Loon on here, man. You know, Loon is my boy. I'm gonna try to see if Loon got some kind of. He might not have Big as much shout time out as Yeah, he might not have much time as I do, but you know, he might kick it with y'all for a half an hour, 40, okay. 45 minutes. Um, okay. And even the group, I want y'all to interview the group too, man. Whoever, you know, Blink, every, all, all of the guys are around. Yeah. We love yeah, them. Yeah, they got other stories too, you know, and they were older than me, so they got different insights. Yeah, that'd be dope, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know what I mean? I don't mind helping you guys. So tell us, tell us, tell us. Which one of y'all DM me? Which one of y'all reached out to me? Um, he's on the boards in the back. Hold on, let me see, let me see the name. Oh, it's probably the company name, huh? No idea original. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. just the That could be any one of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Shana, uh, K. Harris. But he's the oh, one Shannon. that operates. Uh, Shannon. Yeah. Shannon. Yeah. Okay, shout out to Shannon. No, 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 no. I'm Shannon Shannon. That's my cousin. And my, my other cousin is up top. They just deal me for Shannon. It's all family. Huh? <laughs> all family. Yo, it's Shannon. No, it's Shannon, man. Oh, Shannon, my fault. I'm bugging. I thought you were saying, oh, you were saying another one. Shannon, thank you. Thank all of y'all, man. Thank y'all for reaching out. Fuck thank with you, me, brother. Yeah. Tell us, I'm sorry. Tell us, um, what's 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 coming up with this Avon Carter? Project. Um, I'm about to put out. That's a good question. I'm about to put out um a project. It's going to be an EP, and it's called the Vaccine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you can put that in your pipe and smoke it how you want. Nice, nice, bro. nice. Uh, I'm, I'm, and I gotta do it before somebody jack my idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what's crazy? I think of so much stuff and just 
sleep on it and when i wake up it's it's already in the world and it's yeah. not like they heard me say it, like they listening to the show it's not like i said it on the show or anything shit is just be in my head yo and that's, and that's why already that's already. why i leaned on to the question about imagination because yeah. yo a lot of stuff we're bringing into fruition anyway yeah yeah, the power, the power so, of the mind, power of the, yo, the power, power of the mind, power suggestion, man. Be careful of the things you're keeping in the conversation you're having with yourself. Speaking yeah. of bro. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be called the vaccine. I'm trying to see what what I could play for y'all real quick. Oh, okay. Y'all okay. know Stacy Barf. Y'all know Stacy Barf. Um, she's on the Nipsey Hustle, the, the opening of the, um. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what's the name? Song? What's the name of the album? Um. Uh, the, the, victory lap, victory lap. Yeah, victory lap. Yeah, Crazy Stacy Barf. I think y'all would like. Let me play it. Let me see, let me see if I can hear it. Okay. Y'all mind? Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, bro. Okay, let me let y'all hear this joint real quick. Give y'all a little sample. I saw a show. I saw y'all playing. Somebody debuted something on it. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Yeah, I told her last week. Let me know if y'all can hear it. Huh? Yeah. Mama. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Cool. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Right. Yeah. Y'all can hear it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Huh. I do this shit for mama, I do it for baby. I do this shit for all of my do it for me. I did it for the city, I do it for really. I did it with Japan, even did it for Diddy. I do this for my niggas that's locked in the box. We were just them little kids, just hopping the scotch. Spent hours on blocks, and I was just watching. The cops came and dope me through the rock in his socks. I gotta do this shit for Huddy Six. Had a say champagne, that's the Huddy Mix. I do this shit for you, not on no money shit. The only thing I'm trying to do that's on the bucket list. Top down in the drop head. Dashboard looking like an iPad. You ain't got to guess me on my hybrid. Smooth as Michael Jackson, oh, I'm high bad. I do it, do it like I'm Sean Don. It's true, you know I do it prime time. My homies rolling on that high time. Rollies in the sky, time flies. We do this shit for but she married now. It's hard to see them pictures in that wedding gown. My heart was kind of heavy, but I wasn't ready. Somebody got the rules hard to hold it steady. There you go. There you go. I see you. Right. I see you right. Hey, right. yourself too. Yo, the vaccine. That's on a nice one, right there, Carl. Need your help for the promo. We got you. We got you. That's a nice one, right there, bro. Nah, wait till y'all really get that and hear that, man. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be dope. I'm one of the best to ever do it, man. Watch. Watch, watch. Y'all, y'all gonna be like, it was right. If you broken clock is right at least two times a day. <laughs> Yo, nah, but nah, I got some heat, man. I'm on um anybody that's listening, they wanna go quick. I'm on Jim Jones last album, the still dipset featuring Joel Santana. I'm yeah. on um 
and what else I featured? I did a joint. I did a video with Jim too. Um, man, what else I did? Man, I've been doing this shit so long. I forget sometimes, but I'll send y'all whatever y'all want to do. With, what up? What up? When y'all when y'all go to post, when y'all go to post the link or whatever, or exactly. post, do a post, I send y'all everything for y'all to, for people to go. All right, that's right, cool, man. man. Well, look, yeah, brother. Thank you for the nah, I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate podcast, it, man. man. 100%. Thank you, guys, man. Um, So this, this where can I find this? It's, y'all recorded this, right? Actually, it's live, so yeah. it's on YouTube. Live, live on YouTube. Oh, okay. Go to YouTube. Go to the Division Podcast. Type in Cardan. It'll be yeah. right there. Okay, with everybody. Awesome, man. I appreciate you guys, hey, man. Um, appreciate you too, Cardan. Don't forget, man. The other, the other people that you said that was a Harlem world, let them come oh, yeah, through, yeah, man. I, 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 they on speed dial. I got y'all. Whenever, uh, tell Shannon to hit me, and I'll set it up for y'all. I'll pop in with you. Plug yo, plug, plug yourself, man. Plug on yeah, your yeah. Who is Avon Carter? Please follow me there. Twitter, Instagram, um, I think Facebook as well. At Cardi Land, that's you know that's more of my writer page, my daily day to day life. But the vaccine is on the way. You know you gotta get it. <laughs> oh yeah. You know you gotta get it. Yeah. And thank you guys for having me, man. I'm, I'm here, man. I, I'm, a, I'm a distant relative, so you, you guys can hit me anytime, man. Pleasure, bro. Appreciate Pleasure you, meeting Appreciate you, man. Man. I appreciate y'all, man. Love always. All right. Love. Dude. Later. Oh man, that was Don't a great interview right. with Cardi. Great interview with him, man. Cardi, that appreciate it. Yeah, that track Your camera's still on a delay a little bit, bro. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, he would, would jump in right as he was speaking. Sometimes I just wanted to let you oh, know. Oh yeah, yeah. I-